Hello and welcome to the TN Tokyo podcast. This is week 12. My name is Somya. And I'm Ellie. And what did we get up to this week, Ellie? So this week we continue to stay at home as our jobs are closed due to coronavirus. And we also briefly discuss three months in Tokyo. Yep, that and more coming up right now. Last week's episode, we were technically meant to be starting work this week because mm. our break was only for two weeks. But then last week, they told us that we get another week off. Hence, we've just been at home this week. Hence, we've been at home? Yeah, that's the right way to say it, right? Hence. <laughs> that's appropriate there. I don't know what it is, but yeah, so we had another week of some self isolation. But now we're back to work next week. Yeah, we got a message yesterday from work saying that we're officially back, but there's certain um, requirements for us to be working. Um, one is that we have to wear face masks at all times. But because there's a face mask shortage, we have to wear handcrafted ones made by the other like staff members at our job. Yeah, they said that if we, if we like, <laughs> they can give us... Uh, instructions on how to make face masks and we can do it at our own time at home and it's like screw that who the hell's gonna do that <laughs> but then the other thing that kind of bugs me is they've said once they're available like widely available we're going to be required to buy them ourselves and i feel like that's just a bit silly to like require yeah, that's stupid. the purchase of it especially when they've told us that they can't force our students to wear them which means only one person is going to be wearing them in the booth, maybe. I mean, you know, they'll advise their students to wear them, but there's nothing getting their students to wear it. And also the other thing is face masks aren't going to do shit anyway. Because if we were sick, we wouldn't be going to work in the first place. And the only yeah, time exactly. you wear a face mask is if you're sick and you're trying to stop infecting other people or if you're like a doctor or a nurse or something and you're dealing with lots of patients and you don't want to, you know, contaminate their injuries. Yeah, exactly. Like the face masks... Their efficiency is, like, dubious. And especially yeah. the ones that they're making. They're making ones out of paper. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's more for the no appearance way can these of be, it yeah, than it's, for it's the totally that. It's totally that. I think they have to at least show that they're um, doing something about this whole coronavirus thing. Yeah. They have to at least put up a facade of, like, safety. Mm. Um, but, I mean, I guess we can't be too angry because we did get three weeks off paid... It's, you know... Oh, yeah, I think... They certainly didn't have to pay us. The only issue I've had with the three weeks off is I think they did it too early. Like, they're sending us back to work now when it's kind of in the thick of it. They should have had the three weeks start a week later and then have an additional week at the end of the month off because I think that's when the whole thing has become a bit more serious. Like, there's more... The spread has happened a lot more, so there's more people around. It's so hard to know, though. They, They did it at the same time as the government closed down all the schools. So, I guess it makes sense why they did it. Mm. I've been reading articles and stuff where they're talking about the appropriate time to close everything down and that if you're too early, it's an issue, but then if you're too late, it's an issue. It's, like, way too hard and there's no way of knowing, like, when you're actually meant to Mm. close things down. But, yeah, so so this week we've basically just been staying at home, uh, self-quarantining ourselves for the most part. We've had... We've gone out on three separate times... One was to someone's house, 
So I oh, feel yeah, like right. it still yeah. kind of counted as isolating because it was just us and another couple. We weren't interacting with lots of people. We had like a board game night, um, which was fun, good fun. We caught up. Wait, was that this week we caught up with the high school friend? Yeah, yeah, that was this week. Yeah. So we caught up with a friend who we had in high school, which to be fair, that was a dumb one because we went out to a, like, a bar type place. So, and we're literally in like Shibuya Crossing, which is the most busy place in the world. Mm. But, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> Although that was almost the thing that after that we were kind of more thinking about the fact that we need to actively be self-isolating. Because to be fair, the other self-isolating we were doing was literally just that's who we are as people. We enjoy, well, at least for me, I enjoy staying at home and gaming and reading. So it wasn't like going out of my way to self-isolate it was just a normal week yeah but i mean i understand that we should be self-isolating and, I, and that's why we were talking about it this week where i feel like a huge hypocrite because yeah. you know you read articles on people self on like people not self-isolating like there's those dumbasses and who are uh, actively purposefully not self-isolating yeah who are who are partying in, um, in spring break and then you hear about people in bars and things like that as well um, and whenever I read a story like that, I always think, man, what idiots, like, they should be self-isolating. But at the same time, I think that, and then two minutes later, I'll be like, okay, well, it's time to go out and hang with our friends. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't, I, I don't know how to, like, rectify that. I don't know how to balance those two things. Because you don't want to, you want to self-isolate, but then... You almost get carried yeah. away, right? You kind of, in the moment of making plans, you forget that there's a purpose yeah exactly you definitely do and also it's 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 weird like japan was started out as like they closed schools for a month Mm. so they were really early in trying to come up with preventative measures but now they've done like nothing else well they recently they changed so they'd classed this whole pandemic event as being an epidemiological investigation and they recently changed it to a medical emergency which allowed for coronavirus testing to be free, like fully funded. But what we've personally experienced with that is we both know two people who have had symptoms and had reason to believe they have coronavirus and they've gone to the doctors and they've been denied a test. Yeah, so exactly. It's sort of shown us in a more first-hand way that while it may appear as though the government is kind of doing everything they can, when it comes down to it, they're not testing, which is because they don't want the Olympics to be cancelled. Yeah, that's 100%. I, I reckon it's definitely because they don't want the Olympics to be cancelled. Um, Japan has a very high um, percentage of people that are a lot older, like 50 plus. Mm-hmm. And yet, if you look at the number of people who are, who are diagnosed um, as having coronavirus in Japan, it's only like 850. Like, it hasn't even got to 900 yet. Although, if you count the people in the boat as well, then it goes up to like 1,300, 1,400. But still, that's such a small amount. And we now know um, it's because they're just not testing. They're denying everyone tests. Yeah, for sure. They're, they're definitely just denying tests because of the Olympics. Mm. So that in turn makes it makes you think that it's less of an issue. Although for you me, know? it's done the opposite. It's almost like the first time where I felt as though you just can't like almost like conspiracy theory esque of being man. You can't trust the government. You know. <laughs> It's, it's really shown me that, because I think in New Zealand I felt as though you can always trust the government, 
right? Yeah. It's a like it's a trustworthy place. I don't think they'd ever be doing anything that would put us at harm's way. Yeah, I know. Whereas now being like knowing that people are being denied testing when they have valid reason to believe that they've got the virus is one of those things from sort of like what are the alternative ulterior sorry motives for denying people tests. Yeah, true. You know? It's put me in a very conspiracy theory <laughs> mindset. <laughs> That's what self-isolating does. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, I know we've spoken about coronavirus every single week. But like Somya pointed out, that's because he pointed out to me before this, because I said I didn't want to talk about it this week. But he pointed out, like, we're in the midst of it, right? Of course we're going to talk about it. It's what's happening in the world stage right now. Yeah, there's like the biggest event in our lives, I reckon. Uh, we had the Christchurch earthquake and we had a terrorist attack in Christchurch. I feel like those are two are pretty big ones. In well, terms of like, the, no the way. Christchurch yeah, th- right. those aren't that big at all when you in like a worldview. Yeah. Um, I mean, for us personally, of course, I guess the Christchurch earthquake would be a lot bigger. But, um, but, yeah. but in terms of something like that is going to be talked about for the rest of our lives, this is way up there. Oh, yeah. My mum, who's going to listen to this probably... Has, I've got a call from my sister and from my mum and messages from family and friends asking us all if we're coming back to New Zealand. Yeah. And another message from my mum just before we started recording saying it's getting pretty gnarly and maybe we should think of returning because New Zealand's closed its borders a few days ago. Yeah, see, that's crazy that New Zealand's closed its borders. And I just read an article that they said that they might close it for three months. But the thing is for me, that's obviously, I think that's a really good move for New Zealand. And people who are travelling overseas should return. But we're living overseas. If it closes for three months, it doesn't affect our plans of returning. We wouldn't have returned for another year or two anyways. Yeah, exactly. I think a lot of people are treating it like a holiday, whereas this isn't a holiday. This is a literal move. (laughs) As in for for our move and not coronavirus being a holiday. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, I'm talking about our move to Japan. Yeah. And I think it's also just the panic. You see the the, um, virus is causing, like, borders to be closed. Like, 10,000 people have died. But... They're expecting a vaccine within like a year and a half, and by then we'll be, still be living here. So it's not going to affect us, our plans, our future plans very much. Um, Ellie and I had, like we were trying to guess how many people would have coronavirus <laughs> at the very beginning of this, and I said 400,000, and Ellie said 600,000. It's already up to 180,000, and we're only at like a not that far into it so <laughs> i think we're yeah. gonna be way off especially when scientists are predicting that like 80 percent of the world's gonna get it or something some ridiculous number but then are we ever gonna actually know because we've got countries like japan just not testing you know yeah that's true and yeah true those... in fact there's probably more than four hundred thousand people in japan alone that has it yeah just like asymptomatic carriers who are just like we're probably asymptomatic carriers right like we've been on the trains we've been in contact oh with yeah from, like, i'm Hokkaido. totally convinced that we already have coronavirus <laughs> I reckon the chances are we probably do. Yeah. Yeah, those, those places that we go with so many people around, like in a train. It's like we were on the train um, yesterday and there was it was semi-busy, it was rush hour, and there was a guy standing a couple of people away from us and he had a, a cloth flannel that he was wiping his sweat on his forehead with and he was <laughs> holding that yeah. in the same hand that was holding the rail to keep himself up and then he'd lean forward his head would touch the rail and he'd wipe his forehead with the cloth kind of like wiping the rail at the same time and we were like yeah oh. that was pretty gross uh, uh, every time we go anywhere in public we wash our hands the second we get home yeah it's crazy this has had a huge like psychological effect on me in terms of feeling dirty Oh yeah, I've needed to have showers when I get home from being out. Because yeah. I watched something like that happening 
or I watch someone coughing without covering their mouth because they don't really cover their mouths when they cough in Japan. Mm. And I just instantly feel as though I'm covered in, like, germs. Yeah, I've ne- my hands have never felt so dirty before. <laughs> they always feel dirty and, like, just... Like, they feel dirty and sticky even when they're clearly not. Mm. Um, like, we're using... Yeah, I just need to wash my hands like, all the time. Face wipes, like, wet wipes on our hands when we eat every time, which is normal in Japan. When you go to a restaurant, you're given a wet wipe. Yeah. And even then, I feel like I have to use it even more than normal for everything. Mm. Because my hands feel like they need it more. Maybe this is a good thing. It might just change the whole world, world's culture around hand washing and cleanliness and hygiene. Yeah, true. It makes everyone a lot cleaner. Yeah, man. I, and like, just back to the whole like Olympic thing. There, how the hell are they gonna? How the how is the Olympics even gonna happen in this environment? You know. Well, that's why they're not closing their borders in Japan, right? Because yeah. they're trying to act as though nothing wrong is happening. And I totally understand it. They've spent so much money already on it. I think it would be fair if they were allowed to postpone it by a year. I know that they. Te- I've read up about it, and apparently, they can't be in a different year. See, is that but true? I don't know if that's true. Apparently, I don't know. I don't really understand because I've never been hugely into the Olympics. But supposedly it can't be postponed for another year. It could be postponed for later in this year. Right. I think the only time it's been that they haven't had the Olympics is when the war was happening, right? Mm, I don't know. Although there was that one in... Oh, no, wait. The, the one in Germany was before the war. So I, th- I think when the war was happening, they didn't have the Olympics. But I feel like if this the is an time. unprecedented time, then surely they can have an unprecedented move of having the olympics yeah year later. I, I thought i would have imagined so it would seem the most reasonable thing because by then hopefully 80 percent of the world will already have it so everyone will have been infected and either gotten sick or been asymptomatic yeah because somebody was saying if they have it this year and one person in the in, in like the village in the olympic village has it and then they have to quarantine and everyone who hangs out with them has a quarantine wouldn't they just get rid of like so many athletes <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. like if that happened I suppose they could always test people, all of the athletes, as they come in before they arrive or something. Yeah, have but then them they all need arrive to arrive two weeks early and and then lock them in the Olympic <laughs> yeah. Village, not let them go out and stuff. Yeah. yeah well, the main problem, I suppose, would be if they're coming from countries like New Zealand that have closed their borders. Yeah. Then how are they going to get back? I mean, technically, residents can go back. No, yeah, but yeah, I've yeah, heard that some people have still been struggling. I was reading, like. Uh, facebook article about it before and someone had commented saying that her husband was in america for like a work thing and he was on a five-year working visa in new zealand married to a new zealand resident and he wasn't able to get back into the country even though technically he should be allowed to he falls under once we're allowed but yeah. he wasn't able to because mm, that's weird i mean i think it's just going to be like miscommunications are going to happen yeah like that. but still so that's probably an issue with the olympics happening because Australia is closest borders as well, right? Uh, I don't know. I haven't read of that. But, yeah, if I, if I had to put a bet on it, I reckon that the Olympics will not be going ahead. I know. And so many of my students are um, in the committee planning it. Oh, yeah. And the yeah. Planning thing, yeah. And they're all, every time, before we obviously self-isolated, every time they'd mention it, they would be, nope, it's happening. It's definitely happening. Yeah. Nothing's going to stop it. And I wonder if when I see them next week, if it's going to be yeah. different. I reckon the Olympics was definitely a big factor. In, well, maybe not a big factor, but definitely one factor in me wanting to come to Japan. Yeah. So, yeah, it's pretty sad. But, hey, we're the biggest, like, pandemic that the world's seen since 1918. It's pretty huge. Yeah, yeah. But... Too much doom and gloom. This is also our three-month catch-up of moving to Japan. Yeah, and a, m- a month of that has been... <laughs> in isolation. <laughs> in isolation. 
So we worked for a month before we had to isolate. Yeah. But, so our initial expectations of Japan, how has three months in compared to your initial reaction? Um, well, to be honest, I can't even remember what my initial reactions were. <laughs> but I would say that things have been a lot easier than I was expecting them to be. Like navigating the world without knowing Japanese. Yeah. But... Man, I still get so nervous when I go out, like, on my own, when you're not there. <laughs> like, if I have to buy something. That's because I'm normally the one who communicates, right? If we need to speak any Japanese, I have a little bit more knowledge than you, so it'll just fall to me. Or, like, even if you're not speaking Japanese, you'll be the person who, like, shows your phone or something. It's But it's so easy, because you literally you find a picture of what you want, and then you point at it, and you go, Kore wa doko desu ka? Where is this? <laughs> Yeah, see, my, like my, I, I feel like my pronunciation would be so bad that they wouldn't even know what the hell I'm saying. Oh, I'm sure my accent is horrific. Yeah, that, that, that's definitely the hardest bit, <laughs> just doing stuff <laughs> alone. We're super codependent in Japan, apparently. Well, yeah, we, we weren't for a little bit there when we had work, mm. um, when we were going our separate ways like five days a week. But now, in this break time, I feel like we've gone right back into it. <laughs> yeah, which is a shame, because I feel like one thing people have always said about our relationship is that... They've respected how we don't rely on each other, on how we're two unique individuals who have our own separate friend groups and who are able to interact outside of relying on each other. And yeah, I feel like yeah. the move to Japan has certainly, you know, somewhat, yeah, affected that. But I think it'll be like we'll know for sure next week when we get paid and we actually have money and then we can go out and do our own things. Oh yeah, you're going to be out of there. Well, tonight you're meant to be going out to a leaving party, talking about self isolation. Yeah. And I'm not going to go because we decided we can't justify both of us spending that much money. But hey, that's going to be you doing an independent thing out drinking separate from me. Yeah, true. How about um, yeah? How about you? What What do you think is how's your first three months been? Ah, uh, pretty good. I think my initial reaction was it was weird to not read anything. Like being illiterate was weird. Um, oh yeah that's true being in such a homogenous society was weird so those things kind of still apply but i think we've worked a little bit on our japanese language skills so i'm less illiterate but when it comes to kanji i'm still a baby like i don't know any kanji which is for those who don't know japan has four alphabets they have the english alphabet romanji they have hiragana which i know they have katakana which is used to write foreign words so like sound them out and they have kanji which is the chinese alphabet mm. and so i know romanji the english alphabet and i know hiragana so i'm learning hiragana right now because i'm doing duolingo mm. it's kind of annoying though like i've got it right here let me let me have a look at something so i'm starting right from the beginning and i'm learning everything right to like the very basics and the annoying thing is i'm up to the part, part now where i've gone past the numbers so you, they expect you to know the numbers but the problem is they didn't teach me all the numbers what are you I, I have one, two, three, four, six, and seven. What the hell happened to five? What happened to eight, <laughs> nine, and ten? They literally didn't teach me that. Go, maybe. Q and Ju. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I'm not up to that part yet, but I'm so far through, like the beginner part yeah. that I expected to already have learned that yet, but I haven't. So that's kind of annoying. But yeah, actually, I, I I agree with you that the being like the feeling of being illiterate is very odd. Hmm. We've made um. Like, we didn't struggle too much to make friends, which was good. Mm. We haven't actually made really many, any, like, Japanese friends, which is kind of a shame. But we were warned by some of our, like, expat friends we've made that 
when you use apps or whatever to meet up with Japanese people, um, the problem is unfortunately a lot of them aren't actually looking to make friends. They're looking for like a free English lesson. Yeah. Which is a shame. But we did like the picnic that we went to with your work friends. There was some of the Japanese stuff there. But yeah, all of the friends we've made, are, unfortunately, are expats. So like from Canada. I mean, yeah, it would be difficult to meet people that you don't share the same language with. But, but next um, next Friday, it's if, not really if days. it's not cancelled, we're meant to be doing a... Again, we're terrible at self-isolating, but we're back at work next week. So it feels like it's almost like it's over next week for us, even though it's not... But next Friday mm. we're meant to be doing a like uh, meetup exchange where we're meeting with a couple of other English speakers, and one of them has a Japanese friend who's bringing his Japanese friends. Yeah. And we're going for dinner with all these Japanese people who speak English. So that might be a chance to make some Japanese. Friends. Oh yeah, that's right. I completely forgot we're doing that. But I mean, it might be cancelled. Yeah, so that we don't sound too bad. Self isolation is not a thing that's actually happening in Japan. Yeah, it's like, not being pushed much at all. Yeah, even though our work was cancelled and the schools um, have been closed, most offices have not been closed at all. Yeah. Yeah, some offices are doing it themselves. They're just saying, they're telling people to work from home. But if you go on the trains, if you go into like the main cities and stuff, it's completely packed it's like a, any other day. I think it's a little bit quieter than other days. Like, yeah, but like, it's still so ridiculously oh, busy yeah. compared to any other place. The main difference, I'd say, is we caught the same train we normally catch after work at the same time. And it was still packed, but you weren't so squished in that you couldn't even move. You could move a little bit, but it was yeah. still pretty packed. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. See, see so we're not, we're not too terrible. Yeah, we're, we're trying. We're not really. We're not going outside and just doing stuff every single day. We may be going out once a week, and I think it's important to do that. Like we went to the park yesterday, and we didn't touch anyone else. We didn't. We went with two other people, and we had a picnic, but it wasn't like we were hugging and holding mm. hands or like interacting with strangers we didn't know. Yeah, technically, if you're like ten feet away from other people, which I'd say we were okay. in the park, right? Yeah, but it's, but the main issue, I guess, is just. Um, being in the bus and being in trains. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Something that that was really exciting that happened at the beginning of this week was that it snowed. Oh, yeah. It snowed, and it snowed pretty heavily for, like, 45 minutes. Yeah. (laughs) It didn't settle, unfortunately. But that's a bit odd in Mm. March, especially because it's been so warm the other days, and and it just randomly snowed. And it hasn't really snowed. Apart from that, it's only snowed one other day, but not as much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every other day's been like today's really sunny. Every other day's been pretty warm, and that one day out of nowhere. Yeah, everyone's war- warning us about Tokyo summer. Oh god! And we're horrible. sort of already starting to experience that a little bit. Like it's really hot. Yeah, yesterday when we went out, we were, well at least I was dying of the heat. I was wearing a dress, and the thing in Japan as well is the way women dress is a lot more modest. So I had a t-shirt on under my dress as well. And I was so tempted to take the t-shirt off because I was dying. Yeah, yeah. I know, we're, we're beginning to learn our lessons now. Like, we took two jackets as well yesterday, which is a yeah. bad idea. We bought a puffer jacket each, and then we both wore a jacket. And we pretty much took the jacket that we were wearing off straight away. Yeah. So we're not looking forward to that, because we're going to die. Mm. Man, I really wish that this whole self-isolation thing happened next week. I mean, next month. Why's that? Because then we would have money to be able to have, um, to play games. Because right now we don't really have games. 
we, we were, we, when we first went to Japan, we, we kind of decided we weren't going to buy any video games. So me decided that I was never in on this uh, okay, whole plan fine. at the same time. Maybe it was me mostly, but we <laughs> decided, you know, we were thinking that we weren't going to play as many video games and we were wanting, because then that would force us to go out and do more. Yeah. But then we realized, you know what, you can still go out and play video games. It's like... You don't have not, to go out every single yeah, day of the exactly, week. Yeah, exactly. I think it's good, at least for... Someone like myself, I don't know about Simon, but I'm quite introverted, so I enjoy spending time by myself. So I think it's good for my mental health to be able to have a day off where I can read a book mm. or I can game or whatever. Yeah, so we weren't, we left our gaming PC back in New Zealand, although I did bring a couple of bits, like a couple Some of, of parts. parts for it. Mm. Um, but I was really considering not making one, but now after this isolation period and thinking that we might have to do more of this um, throughout the year because obviously coronavirus is going to last for a while. Yeah. Uh, we're probably, in fact, we're definitely going to be buying a PlayStation. I mean, not a PlayStation, we already have a PlayStation, a computer soon to be able to play video games or not. Yeah, because we've got the PlayStation, but we didn't bring any of the discs with us, so we've only got the games that we bought from the PlayStation store. So I'm very keen to buy a computer so that we can use Steam. Yeah, yeah. I'm very ready. We've got it on our Macs, but you can't play many games on Apple, so it's just not the same. Yeah, although not having games and having this quarantine thing has, um, it's benefited me in terms of reading. Like, I'm Ooh, actually yeah. reading for the first time ever. It's very exciting. So well, for the first time in a read. long time. And yeah, it's very my Kindle's cool. actually getting some use out of it. Yeah, I bought him this Kindle because he bought me a Kindle and it was <laughs> the best gift I ever got. I have, like, thousands of books on there. I use it every single day. So to return the favour, I bought him one and he did not use it for, like, the last four years. Well, Ellie's crazy because she can reread books. Like, I don't understand how that's even possible. Well, you read enough books and you forget what happened in the ones you read two yeah, years ago. Yeah, see, like... Or even some you don't forget what happened, but you remember that you enjoyed it. So mm. you go back and enjoy it again. For me, I think the main reason why I've actually been reading books is because I've made a spreadsheet out of it. Yeah, you're so lame. <laughs> you know? I just love my spreadsheets. All I need to do is make a spreadsheet of, yeah. of books that I wanted to read. I should have you known. Because I do that with movies. Like, I just put them on a list, and then it forces me to watch those movies. Mm. And it's actually worked for books as well. The problem with books for me and Sonia, though, is we both have very different tastes. Like, we enjoy very different genres, so it's hard because we can't... It's not fun because I can't enthuse about the books I like with Sonia. Yeah, that's true. Like, I really enjoy fantasy, horror, science fiction, like, adventure. And Sonia wants to read, like... I don't know. Accounting 101. <laughs> no, I do not want to read Accounting 101. <laughs> that's how bland they are, though. You know, that's that's what I picture when you tell me what you're reading. Like, what did he read? He read, like, the top NBA players of the last century or something. It was a book of on bar NBA history. That's, yeah, that's super exciting. So are you boring. kidding me? <laughs> Ellie's never heard of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Like, come on. Uh, yeah. Read a goddamn book. <laughs> yeah, I do, but they're good books. <laughs> Because I like learning about the world, whereas you like learning about... I want to escape the world. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah. learning about the world, you want to escape the world. Who wants That's to definitely... learn about the world? The world sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's interesting knowing how much it sucks. <laughs> Yeah, that's why my last book was a book on charity and like just learning about how shit people are and how nobody gives any money and how we should all be doing more. You know, you can learn the same thing with like a fantasy book where that's a theme in the world that they live in, you know. So you learn the same lesson, but it's a lot funner. Yeah, no, those are like abstract themes though. They're never that specific. Okay. Yeah. I'm not, how I'm about not you read a book and you might find them more obvious yeah. <laughs> yeah maybe I've downloaded some books onto his Kindle just to try to convince him to read them but he still won't the one 
non-fiction book that I wanted to read, I downloaded it on Ellie's Kindle. It was Gone Girl. Yeah, and it cost me $10. And, <laughs> and that's a book that unread. Ellie refuses to read because... I'm not interested. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Mm. You know, I, I feel like it's it's a case of... It's it's based in the real world. Obviously, I don't want to read it. Yeah. But also, it's a book about a woman who fakes like domestic abuse. And for me, I'm like, come on. There's enough real domestic abuse in the world without like blaming and making women the bad guys. You know? See, how do you like books for Escape from Fantasy and then when a literal fiction book is there, you get angry Yeah, about but it's it. a fiction that's based on the real world. Yeah. My fantasies are based in completely different, like, I mean, they may be based in this world, but there's, like, magic and, like, aliens yeah. and stuff. Yeah, we're never going to agree on this, right? Yeah, never, never. <laughs> Which is We good. might play the same video games. Like, that's why I really want us both to get... PCs, like you're gonna get a PC, I'm gonna get a gaming laptop because I really want us to play video games together, which I feel like we can do. I don't like um, shooter games though. Oh, yeah, of course, you're never gonna play a shooting game. You're good, okay. So, as long as yeah. you're okay to play like a maybe we could play some like MMORPGs together. Yeah, I want to p- play like a simulation, a strategy game. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, I reckon we could like build a, a fortress and protect ourselves from zombies or whatever i'm pretty controlling though i don't know if i'd let you contribute to building the like the layout of the fortress yeah you can focus on the building part and i can focus on the fighting part maybe hmm, yeah yeah, that do that. yeah. Hmm. okay good let's find a game that will allow us to do that all right cool alliance has been struck <laughs> um and i think that's pretty much it yeah right um update on how we feel in japan after this time we can't even really give you an update on how we're feeling about our jobs because, like we said, we only worked for one month before we went into isolation. So maybe we'll do that. Yeah, exactly. Month. This has been a. It's really put a hole in our. In in, in like I don't know experience of Japan. Like we barely have. We've barely even experienced Japan. I feel like because because of this. Yeah. The experience that we're gonna have in Japan now is gonna be completely different to the experience we would have had if we came here a year ago. At least for our initial startup. By the end, yeah. it will probably even out to being the same experience. Well, it depends how serious Japan takes us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. I sure that... Like, the there could just be happen. thousands of people dying secretly and we won't know about it, but... Yeah, hopefully not. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so maybe in a month's time, once we've been working again for a month, we can give a further update. I mean, in yeah. general, we're both... Well, I mean, I'm, in, I'm enjoying the work. Yeah, yeah, same. Sweet okay well um so yeah so that's it so thank you for listening um follow us on youtube and t in tokyo and uh, follow us on instagram at t underscore n underscore tokyo and on twitter at t in tokyo see i didn't try say them because last time i said it wrong yeah. so i let you do it <laughs> all right that's it bye bye